Hey, Reality San Francisco. This is our podcast, and it's going to be completely different today because I'm not at church on Sunday. I'm not standing in front of the congregation uh, necessarily teaching the a sermon um, or giving a sermon or preaching a sermon or whatever I do. I have no idea. Um, I'm in my office right now, and um, I just have my Bible open and kind of some notes jotted down on my iPad just to talk about the events that have been unfolding at our church and in our city over the last couple of weeks in light of the coronavirus. Um, if you didn't know, on Sunday, we, this last Sunday, um, the Sunday, March 8th, 8th, yes, um, Sunday, March 8th, we canceled our Sunday gatherings. We moved to doing like, uh, meet with your community groups, and here's a like a things things to pray through, and then we hosted a really small gathering at Everett Middle School um, to pray, and um, and so because of that, and because our mayor just issued like a, um, a like a prohibition prohibiting large gatherings to happen in San Francisco, we can't have our church gathering uh, for the next two Sundays since we meet in a public school. So I just kind of want to address some stuff going on, things that I'm thinking about, things our elders are praying through and thinking about, and our staff, and what we're going to be doing for the next two Sundays. So um, first of all, I'll start here. I I really love disruptions. I love them. I, I remember when I was a kid, I grew up in the Central Valley of California, Bakersfield, um, represent, and uh, I remember... Uh, we would have fog delays, like the fog was so bad in Bakersfield to where you wake up and you knew it was foggy and you look out your window and you're like, oh my gosh, it's definitely a fog delay. You turn on the radio and you would wait for your school district to get called. And my school district was Greenfield School District. And I was just waiting to hear alphabetical. They're getting, you know, what is it? A, B, C, D, E, F, G, F? Like they get to the Fs and I was waiting for the Gs, right? So uh, Greenfield School District. And I was like, yes. And I didn't go back to bed. I actually went over to my friend's house and we would play or when we would... Um, be at school and the power was shut out for some reason. And it changed the whole dynamic of the classroom. We play heads up, seven up or something. And you see your, you saw your teacher in a completely different light because they weren't teaching curriculum. And you saw your peers in a different way because you weren't just sitting there and they were like all looking forward to learning. It was different interaction. The room felt different. And I loved that kind of stuff. So when this stuff happens, I actually, I was driving to church on Sunday so excited that the church is getting kind of shooken up. So a couple things I want to say. First of all, um, church is not canceled, okay? So church is not canceled because church is not a Sunday event that you just show up to or a Sunday gathering that you show up to, no matter how small or how large, like a thing you show up to and like just like sing and learn and leave. You know, that's not church. The church are the people that are to use their gifts to show up with something all the time. So you won't get a pastor that says otherwise. That's like, I think every single pastor knows the church isn't a building. It's not a gathering. It's not an event. It's not this. It's not that. The church is the people of God showing up under the authority of Christ, un- worshiping Christ, and enjoying Christ, and fellowshipping with one another. Like That sort of thing is what the church is. Now, sometimes, like on this Sunday and the next two Sundays, the church is forced, like pushed into a place where it has to like, remember this in a very vibrant and a new way that we have to be the church in a new way. 
um, one of my closest friends, uh, Francis Chan, really close friend of mine, um, just moved to China and he has uh, started a house church movement in San Francisco. And of course, I was um, uh, thinking through all that at the very beginning stages of it and when he moved here and all this other stuff. And, and his thing was like, Dave, you know, the church, whether it's under persecution or some other reason, the church, um, it can't sustain uh, the way it's been. Like, I think that something will shake up the church that we have to learn how to be the church in different ways. And I love the model of a house church model, so I'm going that way. And I thought, you know, that's great. And so, of course, he tried to get me to, you should do that too, that sort of thing. Um, so we've, I've been talking about this for a long time. Now, I bring this up because what we're going to be doing for the next two weeks, and I th- I'm really pumped about it, is we're actually going to move to house churches. Now, we're not going to do online church because I honestly don't necessarily believe, I don't know if I'm going to get in trouble by saying this, I don't necessarily believe that you can have online church. I don't believe that you can just log into something and like listen in your jammies and drinking your coffee and like, yeah, this is my, this is my church. Yes, I love it. It's so great. You know, you just can't do that. Um, some people are like, hey, I'm not going to church, but I'll catch the podcast. Like that's church. And it just, you know, kind of drives me crazy because it's not church at all. So we're just choosing not to do the um, online church. Um, we're going to choose to move to house church because our church, Real San Francisco, is in the book of Acts. And in Acts um, chapter uh, 5, verse 42, it says that the church, this early church that like started off in Pentecost by the Spirit coming upon the church, you see this model of day after day, in the temple courts, and from house to house, they never stop teaching and proclaiming the good news of Je- that Jesus is Messiah. So you have this model of like temple courts, you know, the Solomon's Colonnade, they like kind of met in these larger th- gatherings, and they met in these like smaller house-to-house gatherings. This We're here. This is like literally almost the, to the chapter where we're at next. And we're just going to move over the next couple of weeks to a house-to-house model. We're literally calling it that uh, in our renewal series, house-to-house. So we're asking you to gather in your community group um, and do church in a house church model. And we're going to attach below this podcast is all the ways that we're going to be doing that for the next two weeks. Um, We don't have any intent, honestly, to like turn our entire church into house church model, though I think this is actually leading us to to think more robustly about our community groups, but that's to come a little bit later. Um, So first of all, I want to encourage the leaders of CGs, like you've been ready for this, you've been prepared for this. I, we, our elders believe in you. Our community group team believes in you. You can lead through this. Um, there's a separate podcast for you that will try to equip you to do that well. Um, and congregants, don't, don't, unless you're sick, don't bow out. I think this is for an opportunity for you to show up with your gifts, like not just show up, you know, with coffee and just like, I can't wait to hear what this guy has to say today. And like, you know, like you get to show up, you get to be the prayer team. You get to show up with a scripture. You get to show up with an encouragement. Um, you get to show up with your gifts. And I'm like, gosh, I'm so, I'm so f- flippin' excited that the church gets to be the church this this next two weeks um, in this way. And I say in this way is because when we do go back to large gatherings, I hope we learn something. I hope we've learned resilience. I hope we learn that, that wow, me showing up to church isn't, this isn't it. I want more. I want, I want, to sh- I want my community group to look differently. I want even my Sunday gatherings to look different. I want to show up with something. I want to show up and get on prayer team, or I want to show up and see greeting or seeing past the pieces completely way, way differently, more robust. So 
Um, so let me just walk through how uh, this Sunday is going to look particular and then next Sunday, the 22nd. So this Sunday, March 15th, is going to look like this. Uh, you're going to be gathering house to house. We are going to ask you to spend time, every single person in, our ch- in, in the church, to meditate on a, a, a portion of Scripture, not just the leader, everyone. Everyone show up having read Acts chapter 4. That A sermon was prepared on Acts chapter 4 that is not going to be preached now. The preaching is going to come through you guys spending time and showing up. So you're going to show up, read it, Lectio Divina, read it perfectly, study it. Maybe if you have a commentary or maybe if you like, you, know, you can go to blueletterbible.com and look up different translations or maybe you have a study Bible at the bottom has notes. Show up with a, an encouragement from this text. Um, uh, a word like God through the Spirit has given you a word through this text or something that God taught you. Everyone show up with something. What we're not looking for is like your slide deck and like you plug in your laptop and like, I want to give my sermon now. We're not looking for that. We're looking for just like simple, this is what God taught me. Um, Sometimes help like time it, three minutes, five minutes, whatever. And just go around. This is what God showed me through the text to this week. I was spending time on it this weekend or whatever to show up with something. And then we're going we're gonna to move into... Um, uh, so when you get there, I want everyone to do that beforehand. So the actual Sunday house church gathering is going to look like this. Worship and Tyler, our, our music minister, is putting together what that looks like for... If you have a, a group with zero musical talent at all, or you have like, you know, the fifth member of Grateful Dead in your group or whatever. I don't know. who. It doesn't matter. Just like we will have something for every group to participate in worship together. Start with prayer, worship, adoration of God. Move into a time of sharing the thing. Read chapter 4 of Acts. Move into a time of sharing what, what God is kind of speaking. And then from there, do listening prayer. And uh, attached below is like how to do listening prayer, and it's going to be really beautiful. So are you guys just hearing God for different people in your group, praying over them, giving them words of encouragement, that sort of thing? And then communion. Now communion is, that could be done bread, wine, or juice in your group. That could be done in a meal. The important thing is you remember that Christ is in the center of this. That you pray, um, you might want to turn to, in your time, at group 1 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 17 on, and you can just read it and just remember the body and the blood of Christ. Remember that Christ is so present in the meal some in some mysterious way that if you do it wrongly, Paul says that some of you are sick and dying because you're doing it. You're like, you're not honoring Christ. So examine your hearts, read this text, p- bless communion, pray for it, give thanks to God, and then receive uh, communion together as a group, remembering the body and the blood of Christ. And the crazy thing about this is that it says in verse 26, whenever you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. That is an exact correlation to Acts chapter 5, verse 42, where they met house to house and they never stopped proclaiming the good news. Like the way that we proclaim the good news house to house is by receiving communion together. We proclaim um, Christ died, Christ is risen, Christ is coming again. And it's, it's really cool. And then you guys are done. And we, we, first of all, we ask that your kids, if you have kids, bring them. It's, it's, it might get a little messy. It might get a little, like, um, chaotic. It's okay. If there's a parent that isn't totally present because they're present to their kid, just get used to it. It's totally fine. That's the beauty of the, the church, and it's, and it's a mess. You know, 
I get parents that come to me all the time. I'm sorry, my kid was crying in service, or, you know, I think there someone was like, I'm sorry that my um, my grandma was talking kind of loud during gathering. I'm like, I don't, I don't care. I think that's beautiful. I love it when babies cry in a gathering and they hand their baby off to some other congregant or their the other parent or whatever. And they're, I, I don't mind disruption. The church is kind of messy that way. So just embrace that. Like kids, we want you present in it. Let do listening prayer over a kid and let them do listening prayer as well. Like allow the, the gifts to kind of flow through children who ha you know, if they've, if they've asked the spirit to come inside their lives, they have all of the Holy spirit, just like every adult has all the Holy spirit. So, um, so that's this Sunday, next Sunday, the 22nd, we're going to do something a little bit different. So it might f- feel like I'm contradicting myself when we're like online church, that sort of thing. It's kind of a contradiction, but not. I'm going to be giving a very, very short teaching to be watched um, in your house church um, on uh, Stephen's um, stoning, um, stoning through rocks, not like, never mind. Um, And that's um, Acts chapter 6, 7, um, and part, uh, oh, actually just 6 and 7. And I want to have this teaching that I feel like God is birthing in my heart on like how to be um, a a resilient, non-anxious presence as Christians in the midst of all the stuff going on, looking through the life of Stephen. And I'm just going to give a really short um, homily, sermonette, whatever. And then we want, I want you guys to still show up having studied it and like whatever the things that it was that you guys got from this text and to encourage each other. Same model, but just a little short sermon at at the beginning from me because I really feel I want to address the church on some things. And then we'll do the same thing on the 22nd. After that, we don't know. We don't know if uh, we'll maybe we'll, we'll try to gar- gather again, um, largely, small. We don't really know. But we know for the next two weeks we're not going to be gathering at Everett on Sunday. One other thing we're working on that I want to um, clue you in on um, that that I think is important is one of the things that might be lacking and not gathering that we're really mindful of is um, like the time of kind of, um, how do I say this? I don't know, just like the elders and the pastors and the prayer team of the church being able to be available to pray. Now, I want you guys to do that in the group, but sometimes, you know, you show up and you have this or that going on and you want someone to pray for you. And we hope that happens in your community group, but we know that sometimes that that for whatever reason, um, the busyness of everyone, kids, all this other stuff, it can't really happen. So what we're, we're working on is we're actually working on um, what we're calling like prayer rooms or ministry rooms happening at Reality, our offices in the fellowship hall. Well, you can sign up. We'll probably take like 45 people at a time spread out because fellowship hall is pretty large and there'll be um, worship going on. It might last an hour, it might last two hours worship music, ministry teams, people to pray for you, uh, for you to like just be in God's presence and pray, that sort of thing, intercede for a city. We just want to call these like prayer room gatherings, but they have to stay small, obviously. So this is kind of how we're thinking. This, the thing going on with the coronavirus doesn't stop the church from gathering. We're just gathering in new and creative ways, which is so fun. So we're gathering in house churches and we're gathering in these like, prayer ministry rooms in smaller settings. So stay tuned for more information on that. Next week, we're thinking about doing several of them throughout the week. 
that you can sign up for, come down for, um, get prayer, ministry, um, time in God, like intercession, time with God, that sort of thing. So look forward to that. So that's it. That's what's going on for the next um, the next two Sundays at Reality San Francisco. Thank you for listening this long, and uh, I just want to leave you with a with a benediction as we go. Um, as your pastor, I just want to pray this over you. Hebrews chapter thirteen, verse twenty and twenty-one. Receive this as um, as a blessing as you as you guys move on from here. Now may the Lord of peace who brought back the dead Lord Jesus, the great shepherd of the sheep, by the blood of the eternal covenant, equip you with everything good that you may do his will, working in us that which is pleasing in his sight through Jesus Christ, to whom be glory forever and ever. Amen. Amen. May you go in that. May you go and be the church. May you be equipped in all of these beautiful things as you, as we um, are in the church in new and beautiful and creative ways. Blessings to you all. Peace.